Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside. Happy Thursday. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Bulls, 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 bulls. No, there was no basketball tonight. I don't know. I don't know if you know this. Uh, basketball was canceled because the Lakers got flexed out of their game tomorrow night, and LeBron is so mad he's actually playing. Do so, they get flexed uh, back in now? Yeah. What happens? No, there's no basketball. LeBron has canceled basketball because he's very upset about that. There's no basketball tonight. So that was all the fishy talk. Why didn't yeah. you just say it? 
<laughs> yeah. Now well, you know. Somebody likes to be cryptic on Twitter. Gee, what a shock. Uh, but Who, he's me? the original cryptic tweeter. He is the originator of the cryptic tweet. And we got to come up with a title for it, though. Uh, I said, how about cryptic crypto- tweeter doesn't work. Crypto.com. <laughs> what about that? <laughs> we could just tie it right into where he's going to be playing. Hey, he's going to be playing there. What do we got? About three weeks left, baby. Uh, What's funny, though, is that they are advertising. There's three big concert events affiliated with Super Bowl week. And in every advertisement, it's live at Staples Center. Like, no. Well, though. They have I mean, it is. Are, are they going to change those ads on December 25th, yeah. too? I, as soon as you, it just, it's just like MLB.com. As soon as a lockout <laughs> happened, they took everybody's picture away. It's as soon as it's December 25th, all those promotions just go and live at crypto.com arena. It's going to just flip just like that. Do all the teams that sign guys in that $1.7 billion feeding frenzy get to laugh saying, well, we, we, it doesn't really count because we got locked out. <laughs> we just wanted to see people, you know, get all bug eyed uh, at the size of the contracts for some of these players. Uh, psych. It didn't happen. I don't, I don't know. No, no listen, I will say this. I, I, I do have this day. Day one of the lockout in MLB is that if there is no season, the winner of the previous season wins this wins the world series since the most previous season is the off season the mets are clearly champions of the off season they will be world series champions without having to throw a pitch which is rob manfred's dream to not actually have the games and have to pay players to play in them he wants baseball without actually having the games so i have to worry about paying players and all this let's we'll just make have the owners make revenue and money off of uniforms and and let's we'll tour other countries and make money now the games are the worst thing for him the games are the worst because we have to have the pesky players actually do things oh my goodness yeah i still got uh why billy pierce belongs in the hall of fame oh sure 10 biggest trades in white Sox history there and were the 10? first video clip under the letter to baseball fans is oh. wild white Sox rally in the ninth <laughs> uh we will get to silhouette day in major league baseball in a few minutes because it, it started last night the last couple hours of the show and oh my goodness <laughs> did we have some fun with that uh but right now thursday night football we are at halftime the cowboys and the saints putting up a lot of yards not a lot of points cowboys get a field goal the final play of the second quarter they go into halftime leading the saints 13 to 7 it's been a big night so far for dak prescott 177 and a touchdown through the air meanwhile Taysom hill providing what the saints hoped he would provide making plays throwing the football he's at 144 and a touchdown also making plays with his legs he's also the saints leading rusher which is not a good thing but it's something they need if you're not going to have alvin Kamara. Right. you need somebody to be able to make plays like that so so far uh look We've seen the quarterbacks make some plays. Teams are moving the football. But uh, the number one thing out of this, Mike, is that, you know, look, I've always told you, look, the Cowboys are fine, the Cowboys are fine, the Cowboys are fine. If the Cowboys lose this game, and and now you're talking about Dallas after a big winning streak, losing to the Broncos, and then beating the Falcons, okay, they got it right. Then they lose to the Chiefs, then they lose to the Raiders, now you lose to the Saints. Eventually, when you lose to so many middle-of-the-pack teams, that's kind of who you are. I'll, I'll give you the loss to the Chiefs. Okay, the Chiefs played well defensively, and they were able to get a win. The Chiefs have been hot. I'll give you that. But now, if you're talking about losing four out of your last five, 
and and three of those losses are mediocre teams, this is when I'm going to say, okay, you know what? Now the Cowboys are proving exactly who I thought they'd be in the beginning of the year, which was, hey, they'll win the NFC East probably because the NFC East stinks. They'll be around a little bit over 500, and they won't be a threat in the playoffs. They were playing so well, and now it's like the Cowboys can't help it. they got to go back to who they were, which is, hey, we're the best team in a bad division. We're not going to win a ton of games. We'll be exciting. At least we'll be in the conversation. This is where the Cowboys are if they lose this game. Well, potential pro- problems here because we look at the the stretch run here, and, and you still have four of your final final five games are in division. You still have two against Washington, who suddenly, I mean, five and six, not world beating, but Taylor Heineke's looked pretty good. That defense, even though they lost, you know, two of their their big behemoths on that defensive front. Chase Young goes down for the year. Uh, You've got the other wired with his jaw shut. I mean, uh, Montez Sweat, he leaves, and all of a sudden they're playing pretty good defense. Maybe there's a chance. Antonio Gibson. So though you got home and away with them. You still have a road game against the Giants. Giants aren't great, but at home, they've been good enough to screw up seasons for other folks. See the uh, Eagles, who coincidentally, the Cowboys will finish the season against. Oh, uh, and the week prior, they play the Cardinals, who in theory are now healthy and ready to roll for the stretch run. So you know, no gimmies down the stretch. So you, you've left the door open to lose the division, and then all of a sudden you're chasing. I mean, this, this is problematic. And you look at the run game, most of the run, running yards tonight came on a, on a play to C.D. Lamb. All right, Ezekiel Elliott, he's banged up. All sorts of reports of exactly how much pain and what's the threshold and all that. Tony Pollard hasn't fallen forward yet. So it'll still some ills. And if Taysom Hill doesn't throw the ball into triple coverage like a dope, they probably get points on that drive. Well, I mean, it was a hell of an interception. I mean, that's about as good yeah. an interception as you're going to see uh, along the sideline there. But, you know, when, when you look at what, uh, what was it, Jaron Curse, uh, with the little toe tap, like he was a wide receiver. But, you know, that that was points that was were left uh, taken off the board, right? I mean, that's at least a field goal where they were uh, field position-wise, and he, he got greedy and went – who are you throwing the ball into triple coverage? Michael Thomas isn't there. Alvin Kamara's not there. Marcus Colston didn't walk through the door. What are we doing? Uh, so, again, it is 13-7, Cowboys with the lead. And, and, look, and maybe the best part of this story uh, comes to us from Clarence Hill, longtime uh, insider with the Dallas Cowboys, who said he saw Jerry Jones on Bourbon Street uh, before the game. And he jokingly, jokingly said he was coaching tonight and wanted to know what he should call on the first play. I said, send Amari Cooper on a go route to test his conditioning. He offered me a drink. I turned it down. I have to work. So really, I mean, I, I get this was a joke, but oh, come on, man. How great would that be? Jerry Jones calling the plays. He's got the, uh, is this the way the headphone works? I'm talk, not talking into the mic right here. All right, listen, Jason, I got it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this hasn't been here for a while. Uh, does this get me right to Mike McCarthy? Oh, Mike's not on. Okay. Who's co- who, who, who do we got? Who's who's a coach tonight? So, cause, uh, Steven, is Steven coaching the game? Steven, Steven, run that 65 uh, toss power trap. Oh, it's not Steven. It's Jerry Jr. It, listen, at 65, or it's Spider 2 Y Banana. Those are the two plays I heard of uh, that they do on the NFL films all the time. Can you guys you guys listen to me, right? Can you, you hear me down there? Who, who's, who's down there, Coach? Uh, you know, I, I could bring Barry back. You know, he can coach tonight. If he, one game only, I think he's still under contract. Uh, or I can bring Jimmy back. You know, the guy's not doing a lot. So uh, just let me know. I'm just going to sit up here and, uh, you know, call out play. 
plays to you and maybe just sing some songs. So uh, just me right here. Sing what, which tweet was better, that one or the picture of him with Ric Flair? Oh, no, no, that's better. I mean, because, come on, yeah. Jerry Jones calling plays. No, it would have been fun. <gasps> just throw it deep. Yeah, Zach, Dak, Dak, just throw it deep, okay? Throw it deep to Zeke. I know he's a running back. Just throw it deep. I'm paying both you guys a lot of money. Just throw it deep to him. I think there would have been a lot of plays called for Amari Cooper out of spite. Look, I I do have to pause things because, I mean, I was the one that went to Universal and had the flashy thing in the, the Men in Black ride. You're conveniently forgetting months of telling me that Dak Prescott was going to be the MVP. Well, he was. He was. And then a funny <laughs> thing happened to Dak Prescott. He was. And then the Cowboys stopped playing well. That's what happened. <laughs> he was. He was the MVP. First, he was looking great, man. I'll tell you what. First, he was looking awesome. Dak was right there, man. He was looking fantastic. I'm thinking, oh, boy, look how great I'm doing on this prediction. This is fantastic. And then the Cowboys hit the skids. What can I tell you? It happens. And then First you said, hey, look great. over here, and it went. <laughs> he, look, he, he came out of the first six weeks of the season, okay? And it's not like he's been playing awful. He's, you know, he's 22-7. and seven. He's, you know, His quarterback rating is over 100. Unfortunately, yeah, there's so many a lot other of quarterbacks guys. who are that. Right, exactly. So the fortunate thing, it's not like he's playing badly. It's many other quarterbacks are at that point. But you come out of that New England game, okay? And, and he was at 15 touchdowns and three picks, and he and he had had three straight games with a quarterback rating of at least 110. All right, th- this was he was it. I mean, that was it. And then they lost to Denver, and that's really what kind of put his MVP candidacy uh, on the skids. They lose to Kansas City, and he is terrible in that game. Throws a couple of picks. So yeah, no, I I get it. I'll I'll take the L on that. He was playing he was playing well, and then those couple of games really just hurt him really really badly. Yeah, the Denver game they got worked, but for fantasy purposes, he did throw two late touchdown passes, so it helped him there. Yeah, so that so that helped him there. But yeah, the quarterback rating—I don't know that it has the same meaning anymore because we've got 19 guys, uh, including a cut. Well, if we throw out the uh, the outliers, we got 17 guys that have a rating of at least 90. Right. Well, so it's it's now, now that it's, more, the it doesn't have the same better. juice it once did. No. Now it, instead of instead of being hey, if you're at remember it used to be if you're at eighty, you're a decent quarterback. Now it's like if you're at eighty, you're at the bottom of the league. Now you have to be at about one ten, one oh five. Hey, you know who was at eighty? Eighty point two. Take a guess. <laughs> uh, Zach Wilson. Uh, no, uh, Davis Mills. Uh, Oh, Davis, I thought Sam Darnold at seventy one point three, Justin Fields at sixty nine, Zach Wilson at sixty two point nine. Only people behind that... him on the list: Ryan Fitzpatrick, <laughs> who only had six attempts, fifty six point three, and AJ Brown with his one attempt had a thirty nine point six. Steve Pelour also right behind him. <laughs> uh, no, now you just need to be the the really good quarterback rating instead of being somewhere in the high nineties. It's got to be one hundred five to 110 because a quarterback play is getting better as far as that goes so yeah no listen Dak still has a chance to get back in I mean probably not but uh no I'll take the L on that one he was playing great and then the Cowboys just completely disappointed be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app you've put it off long enough it's time to replace your tires tire rack has tires that'll elevate your drive Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone Tires. 
They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brian Kelly, 
new head coach at LSU who made his welcome speech at halftime of the Ohio LSU basketball game tonight. Now, here's Brian Kelly, who suddenly in the past, I don't know, two and a half days has sort of developed a southern accent. Take a listen. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's a great way to get started. And I haven't even won all my games yet. It's a great night to be a Tiger. I'm here with my family, and we are so excited to be in the great state of Louisiana, but more importantly, to be with you great fans and to be part of what is going to be an incredible ride here at Louisiana State University. Now, now I saw two things hit social media that really uh, described this really well. Now, the coach from uh, Bobby Boucher, right, mm-hmm. uh, Cajun man, uh, basically showing up in my timeline repeatedly. This is yeah. after just yeah. 48 hours. There he is. Bruce Feldman, though, uh, reminds me of one of the great uh, orators of our time by saying he hasn't even been in the SEC three days and he's already starting to sound like the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> We're talking about hard times when people can't put food on their tables. Hard times. That's kind of what uh, Kelly started to go here. Look, I, I look, I, I, I can't get mad at him because if, you know, who knows if, if somebody came up and said, hey, Jason, you know, we know you have this gig at Fox Sports Radio, but we really would like you to do afternoon drive here, you know, somewhere in the south. We're going to pay you a lot. We're going to pay you ninety five million dollars over the next 10 years to do so. I would say, OK, and then I would get down there. I would say, welcome inside. It's the Jason Smith show. Hey, how you doing, everybody? Boy, I'll tell you what, I'm excited to be down here and ready to ready to play and broadcast cast the hell out of things you guys all ready to go i'll tell you the phone number is 877-999-9999 i am ready to go and talk sports with you for the next few hours here afternoon drive every day 3 to 7 p.m and my accent would just get more and more pronounced as the days go on because i would say are you kidding me with that kind of play do you really think that georgia defense is is going to be able to be susceptible to that kind of trickeration. I mean, really, I mean, I, I might do that. I mean, I, have to, I would have to just sell out to do that. <laughs> well, the I, job, I think I there, there's a, a bit of a, a gradual bleed into your speech pattern over time. Mm-hmm. Right. Just like when you leave uh, a metropolitan area after a while goes away for me, only if I'm with my brothers and around my family or I'm really drunk. Uh, Do I really sound like I'm from the south side of Chicago? (laughs) But if you immerse me back there for a couple of days and I'm back home, all bets are off. Likewise, I think if you were to suddenly relocate your family to the south and over time, what you're hearing, what you're processing, callers, people you work with eventually over time. Yeah. Going to the grocery store, to restaurants. I, I, I think there's going to be some natural affectation that happens and occurs over time. This was a pretty immediate uh, immersion. It's like he took a uh, Rosetta Stone 48-hour class, hit the uh, Babel app to try to figure out how to get a drawl.
Hey, I'm Jason Smith, and I'm happy to be talking sports with you, Chicago. This is going to be some kind of show. Ryan Sandberg's coming on. We're getting the Hawk Andre Dawson on. Coach is coming on the show. We got lots of great stuff planned for you right here. This is what it's going to I, – I, I don't get it. The, you know, the only accent thing I ever did was I was really conscious to lose my New York accent when I got on the air in college at uh, Z89 in, in Syracuse. Because the first time I went on the air and I, I did the show and, and I listened to an air check after about the show. And, you know, my, my, the, the person who was helping me said, okay, you did this, you did this, you did this. And I hear my voice and it's, and uh, Z89, the music mix is a difference here. It's 4.04 p.m. I'm Jason Smith. Uh, I'm going, oh, my God, I, I sound like just some dude from New York. So I made sure that when I was talking to lose my New York accent because I had a really, I had a really, I drop my R's all the time. It was a really big thing. And and uh, I when I listen to myself, I go, oh, my God, I can't sound like that on the air. Oh, my God, I can't. So I right away and like within like two shows, I had lost. But now I didn't try a different accent. I didn't try to. Well, now I'm going to go and I'm going to say my A's really loud. Hey, you know, I got a cat the other day and this cat is down back in Chicago again. Uh, so I didn't. But I just made sure, OK, I want to enunciate better and, and not have that accent because I didn't know how that would play like if I wanted a job someplace you know would a New York accent play if I was working in Seattle or in Texas right I didn't know so let me have no accent and now I, I don't think you can hear a lot of my New York accent you wouldn't yeah, know every, every now and from? again I don't know same thing every once in a while it's gonna slip but it's all a question of where you're working right uh, on the national scale don't, don't they kind of want it to not have the affectation, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they, <laughs> maybe not. Um, but certainly regionally, right? You want a, uh, someone who sounds like you talking at you sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, maybe maybe I like this guy. Doing... He sounds like me. Hey, I do, don't no, I? Yeah, no, hey, nobody's really that good. far. All right. <laughs> Come on, just because you saw the super fans a couple of times doesn't mean you could go down there uh, anytime you want, my friend. Uh, but yeah, the uh, Brian Kelly was last night halftime. Uh, oh, Ohio God. and LSU, but you know it's the all the point. That was about the time that we had the madness of the uh, Major League Baseball countdown, and we went and saw the Grandmaster and everything else. It became uh, a very deep, uh, deep show with a lot of deep thoughts. Uh, but this one is making the rounds right now. It, I mean, let's face it: the Cowboys and the uh, Saints haven't exactly given us a ton of thrills. So th- this is taking over the interwebs, at least for the moment. Do you think there was like a like a meeting with Brian Kelly and someone teaching him the accent, kind of like when Borat sat down with the guy teaching about comedy? You know, a joke is when you say that sounds good. Not, yeah. You think, you think that's how it went with Brian? <laughs> I, Kelly? I think a, a little bit. I, I think he got on a plane and then maybe he had some lunch with some folks today, and and then he tried to just yeah, look play to the folks he he's meeting and shaking hands and kissing babies and 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 decided, all right, I gotta try to fit in here. It's like go win football games because he even made the joke. He goes, look, what an ovation! I haven't even won all my games yet. Coach, I need you to say. I'm happy to be here at LSU. I'm happy to be here at LSU. No, 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 Coach. Now you got to say LSU. LSU. Like saying LSU. 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 As I said, I'm here at LSU. No, no, no. LSU. Say I'm at LSU. WNBC. LSU. The bottom of that card. It says thanks for the money. No, I'm not reading that. 
Oh, my goodness. So, look, that's where things are at with Brian Kelly. Now, let me dispel a big myth here right now about LSU and Notre Dame because a big storyline the last couple days has emerged that LSU is a better college job than Notre Dame. Honestly, when I hear this, I know what this is. This is radio and TV hosts who decide, hmm, what can I say about this story that is still pretty outlandish is going to get me clicks, right? Because I know. Look, whatever you think about us, the show we do every night, you know what we say is what we think. It may be popular. It may not be popular. But we tell you what we think. I don't ever spend a a second thinking, oh, if I say this, it's going to get me clicks. If I say this, but you can tell people, so LSU is a better job than Notre Dame. What? How can anybody? How can anybody say that? And it's going to get you noticed because that take is just ridiculously stupid. All right. Now, here's the thing about LSU versus Notre Dame. All right. In what world is being the coach at LSU better than Notre Dame? Yes, you can get better athletes at LSU. You can do you can recruit a little bit easier. But can that, you that really helps. win? <laughs> That's part of the job. I mean, Ed Orgeron won the national title and he got fired less than yeah, two no, years later. True. Okay, less than two years went by. There is no standard you can be held to if a guy can win the national championship because he happens to have Joe Burrow and a couple of NFL wide receivers that you can't stay there more than two years after. You're fired after that. How are you really going to go to LSU and win? You can win the national title and be out in two years. So tell me how LSU is a better job than Notre Dame. Even when Notre Dame makes a bad decision at head coach, they stick with it. They've had two head coaches in the last 15 years. They let Charlie Weiss go for five years before they said, you know what, we need something else. And Brian Kelly comes in, and Brian Kelly did a phenomenal job, and he was there and could have stayed there forever. So tell me how LSU is a better job. Notre Dame has their own television network. Notre Dame is always making news. Notre Dame is always a topic because it's Notre bleeping dame lsu they're anonymous in the sec more than they're relevant they have had three losses every single season the last decade except for the year they won the national championship and i give them credit look they won the national title and that was great but this is not lsu has had a long line of success going into this they're not alabama they have three or more losses every single season okay you know how many Three or less lost seasons Brian Kelly had at Notre Dame since in the last decade. He had seven of them. Seven times. He's been to the playoff twice. He's been to the title game once. Okay, what LSU gives you is more money, and let's face it, that's what that's what it is. Right? If Notre Dame had said, Oh, hey, Brian Kelly, you want they're giving you ninety-five million dollars, we'll give you $150 million. The money was the deal, right? Make me an offer I can't refuse. And Brian Kelly sees that says, Well, look at the money, and I can go to LSU and recruiting will be a little bit easier. Okay, but is that a better job? If it's more money and less red tape, does that make it a better job? No, it makes it an easier job, but it doesn't make it better because you'll be out at LSU. He'll have three, eight, and four seasons. Guess what? He is gone. If if Ed Orgeron is out that easy after winning the national title, going 15-0 and undefeated, Brian Kelly's not making it past three years of being eight and four. And 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 Marcus Freeman, and, and if Notre Dame keeps winning, he's going to be there as long as he wants to. That's how it is. So you can tell me all you want about LSU, but don't sit here and tell me LSU is a better job than Notre Dame. That's ridiculous. Every single coach in college football, what job would you want? They would say, I want my job or I want Notre Dame. So don't tell me Notre Dame's a better job because it isn't. It's just easier to win, and it's an easier take to fire people up with to go, oh, this person's crazy. It's going to get clicks on it. That's That's what the take about LSU being a better job than Notre Dame is all about. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of other issues going on with with. 
Ogeron behind the scenes that that kind of led to it. It wasn't just on the on the field issues as it, as it were. But to your point, yeah, pile of money, recruiting will be a little easier, a little less red tape uh, and intervention from from the school. Right. That was one of the things that you point out when when you get a Lincoln Riley to show up at USC. It's like, are they loosening the restrictions that were on the last couple of guys after Pete Carroll got them in a bunch of trouble and they lost all sorts of, you know, recruits and everything off of that and sanctions? Because uh, if that's the case, uh, then that was probably one of the big reasons Lincoln Riley said, sure, I'm in as long as these guys stay out of my business uh, at Notre Dame. Well, they don't. And we've talked about the standards, the academic stuff, even if it's just a couple of athletes on the fringe, uh, that might be enough to get you wins. Now, playing in that conference, sure, uh, it, it's absolutely uh, a, a gauntlet to try to navigate and, and get yourself to the promised land. Maybe at Notre Dame, he just felt he'd he'd maxed. Uh, to me, again, it's still just about a giant pile of money uh, because you need very little to happen this weekend, and you might have been in the national title race, right? You might have been in the playoff and and not just in the New Year's Day bowls. Instead, you know, we have this change uh, that, that comes up. So that's also the hasn't been talked about all year. Whenever anybody leaves a job like that beyond the giant pile of cash, I'm always like, is there anything else behind curtain number two? Anything else we, we may be overlooking uh, and, and pushing past. Not that everybody's got, you know, you know, planting nefarious seeds and distrust, mistrust, and problems. But it, it seems like that was, for my lifetime, and certainly growing up in Chicago, that was the job of jobs. And to walk away, uh, even with some of those recruiting advantages, still seems a, a little bit, uh, well, ambitious would be the kind way to say it, Jason. Mm. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup sits starts fantasy football players rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition listen to i want your flex with mike Harmon and me dan buyer on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts you've put it off long enough it's time to replace your tires tire rack has tires that'll elevate your drive touring tires for commuter comfort performance tires for sporty handling all-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. 
Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hi. Cowboys beat the Saints 27-17. Joining us now on the hotline to break it all down. No one better. NFL on Fox Insider Extraordinary. You can follow him on Twitter at Jay Glazer. It is the aforementioned Jay Glazer. Jay, what's happening, man? Man, you guys are so popular. Brought the whole house down tonight, huh? We did. That's what happened, man. Our takes were too hot. Why had a hot take on Zeke running? You know what the last word said on on the show was? You're going to love this. The last word said was Chad Pennington. And apparently that's the magic word. That's what that's really? what did it to us. Yeah. Well, don't say it again then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like a Love Thanos snap the right there. Great Ooh, dude. Boy. Love Chad Pennington. Uh, uh, so, hey, so now that we're back, we could talk about the game. It's awesome. Uh, look, the Cowboys had struggled. 
But here they are. They get yep. the win tonight. They get the turnovers, kind of a very Cowboys-like way in which they the defense does what they need to do. Uh, have the Cowboys fixed stuff, or do you still have questions right now? No, no. I, I mean, look, it took them for you know really a while to get the running game going, even the outside running game going. I kind of don't understand that. I know you have all these shiny weapons, but man, you've got to get the, that running game going to make it more of a balanced attack instead of hoping to just kind of hit on some of those bigger plays. If you have a balance then those bigger plays will present themselves a lot more. I know Jerry Jones uh, addressed it uh, earlier in the week, Jay, but is Zeke right? Because he, he's not running with much authority up the gut. Even if he is, Tony Pollard certainly gives him a, a bigger you know, burst and a lot more speed than Zeke does. We've now seen it in the last couple of weeks. And, yeah, I mean, you got to go. Is he beat up? Absolutely. I mean, you could see it. He's beat up. But they never thought of sitting Zeke down. They do like – Look, they like kind of pounding Zeke can give you, especially this one-two punch, but they're not really using the one-two punch in the right way. You know, and, and you know, the running game in the end tonight, it ended up bailing them out. That was a defense. Um, but, man, you got to kind of commit. you got to definitely commit to it a lot earlier in the game. Jay, to get away from the game, and obviously the big story, uh, Antonio Brown suspended for three yeah. games for a COVID violation. He falsified his COVID papers. You know, we got the tweet earlier in the season. The Buccaneers said, look, we're all vaccinated. Everything is great. Now we find yep. out that this got falsified. Uh, how, how does this happen? How does it – I mean, are there checks and balances that go through? Take us inside this here. Well, by the way, it's not just him. It's Edwards also who yeah. losing him is big. And, it's, it's look, I, I'm kind of intrigued – and, and curious as to why, you know, they, they dubbed it, it was falsifying, right? Is vac- Instead of saying he had a fake vaccine, it was, um, it's not false. What, what the word they use? Um, uh, mis- I forget, the, uh, man, I'm driving the car. But it wasn't, it didn't come straight out. They, they said well, they, he, he misrepresented vaccine his vaccination well, status. Misrepresented, was, misrepresented right. it, yeah. Whatever it is, man, you're sitting on top of that division, and these are the rules. you got to play by these rules. And it's not just as a player, but you've got a coach like Tom Moore in there who, you know, is an older guy. And the, the, the health issues that Bruce Arians do, it's selfish. It's just selfish, just flat-out selfish. And then this is the rules. And, you know, look, I don't politicize anything, whether it's vaccine or COVID, anything like that. These are the rules, and you know you can get suspended. You know something could happen and hurt your team. Let's just look at from a football standpoint. That's just stupid and selfish. You know, and like I told you guys, like, man, I've never had a flu shot. My teammates said they want me to get the, vac- the vaccine. That was it. I'm going to do, do it for my teammates. That's it. No, no problem. And this was just, you know, the ultimate form of selfishness there, in my opinion. Yeah, maybe by using the term misrepresentation, they uh, avoid the legalese there, Jay, <laughs> because of the maybe, federal well, so potential charges there. When I first talked to the Bucks about it, when I first talked to the Bucks, they thought, they were kind of getting hung over a barrel by someone who was, they said they were trying to get extorted, this and that. Clearly, this story was true, right? But one of the names they were given, they said, well, we know we saw that guy get vaccinated with our very own eyes. So, you know, in their minds, again, it's, they thought they'd do the right thing. But you're asking how it gets by. I mean, guys, you've seen the little vaccine card. Yeah. Right? It's not like, yeah. you know, it's not like we're fooling the Mossad here. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, no, there's, there's, you know, yeah. there's not a lot to that. Sure. So there's a lot that goes on with this, with the honor system. And by the way, people are asking, well, why not Aaron Rodgers? Why, you know, why, why did he just get the fight? There's a difference. Aaron Rodgers told the NFL and the players union and the whole team, he was not vaccinated. 
right, and that he did something else and asked for permission to see if that would suffice being vaccinated. They said no. A.B. and Edwards and those guys, you know, gave in that they were vaccinated and had the cards. Aaron Rodgers never said, never told the league and the union that he was vaccinated under their rules. He never misrepresented that. They always knew it. It was the rest of America who got mad. So we felt that we were, mis, you know, misrepresented to America. Yeah, look, if lying to the media was suspendable, there would be no games. I mean, there would That's be exactly right. zero games. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Uh, now, d- d- lastly, Jay, does the NFL now have to go back and, and take a bigger look through? This? Okay, now we got to go through everybody's cards and, and, and figure things out. More. I, don't, I don't know how they do that. Right I don't know if they want. I don't know how they do that. I don't know if they really want to do that. I mean, they're saying that 80% of the league's been vaccinated there at facilities. Man, I, I don't know how they go and do that um, without somebody else coming forward saying, hey, I have proof for you here. I think with A.B. and Edwards and those guys, there's more proof there. There's somebody willing to come forward. So here, here's the information we have. Always pay your people, Jay. That's the rule of all of this. <laughs> pay oh, your debts. Goodness, right? Yeah. And it's just like A.B. I mean, chance after chance. And, and, and here you have, you know, these guys giving you another chance. Just, man, you, at one point you just got to say, hey, if this can get me in trouble, I got to go the other way and not do that. Mm. Pay your chef. That is your lesson from this right here. He's on Twitter (laughs) at Jake Glazer. That is at Jake Glazer. Check him out. All the latest on MVP, merging vets and players as well, doing some great stuff there. Jay, thanks for popping on with us. We're glad to be back on. Glad to have you on. Thanks so much. Appreciate you guys. Antiotica, buddy. Love Chad Pennington. See you. You (laughs) See you, buddy. Don't say his name. What are you doing? He says that going out the door. (laughs) Yeah, I'm done talking to you guys. I can say it. I don't care if something happens. That's going to become like the thing for Fox Sports Radio now. If we, if you say Chad Pennington, oh, something, that's like the new. Just don't say like it the, five the times word. like it's the Candyman. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. No. But if you say his name, oh, that could that that could that could take the network down. Don't say Chad. Yeah, but Pennington's the way name. the way Jay Glazer just did that to us now, that was like <laughs> the villain in a movie <laughs> throwing a grenade over his shoulder while he was smoking a cigar and walking out the door. Yeah, he says, "Don't say his name," and then he says, <laughs> "Don't do that." Something could happen. That was Jay. Uh, Twitter and how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. Great stuff from Jay Glazer. Yeah, the Antonio Brown stuff. There is so much more to unpack with that. I'm Diosa, and I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio, season nine. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.